are into fantasy football and you've been looking for a podcast that can take you to the next level. This is the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Josh Bendy and Trey Burris. Welcome to the NFL. Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! We are back like Chance the Rapper, baby. Even better than I was the last time. <laughs> that is right. That is right. Hey, Bandy here from the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. Trey over there. How you doing today, Trey? I'm doing good, baby. I'm here. I'm ready to go. Yes, sir. That's what I like to hear. And today we are letting you guys know about some of the sleepers that we are checking out that we are are looking at, you know, diagnosing for you. And we need to just go ahead and get this thing rolling. What do you say there, buddy? Bust it off. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. So my first sleeper pick, I'm sure some of you may agree. Um, it is Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro over there on the Raiders. I know people are saying Devontae is over there now, so he's not going to get the work. Um, I really think, you know, uh, Devontae is going to be getting doubled. Renfro is going to be burning him on those routes and uh, he's going to get things done. Yeah, man. I mean, last year he led uh, led his team in touchdowns and catches, um, you know, and not to mention, this is one thing that I found out that I was very surprised about Hunter Renfro, but he hasn't missed a game the past two seasons. That's big yeah. for fantasy dog. That's huge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, last year, stats, 103 catches, 1,038 yards, and nine touchdowns. Those stats right there are double what his first two years were. So, I mean, he's getting better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know this guy will create and invent routes as he goes. I mean, the ones he has invented at practices, he, he literally does over and over and over again until he gets it right. Guys, uh, he's a PPR monster. If you're playing in PPR leagues, yeah, he's somebody to to definitely watch. And you can get him, you know, at a pretty good value. Oh, no doubt. He he did sign a contract this year, so um, you know, he got paid. So they obviously know his worth over there in uh Las Vegas. So we're trying to tell you about his worth here. And he's already got the established with Derek Carr. You know, they're already good buddies. They already know that they can work together. Devontae Adams is a great wide receiver, but he's still got to develop that connection with his quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Uh, I tell you, the closer we get, uh, the the more I'm liking me some third and rim throw. Heard that. All right, Bandy. So my first sleeper tonight is Melvin Gordon from the Denver Broncos. Okay. Here's the deal. Everybody's drafting Javante Williams early as the end of the first round, beginning of the second round. And and Melvin Gordon is the clear RB1 on this team. Coming out of training camp all last year, I mean, yes, he's older. Yes, he's boring. Yes, he puts up fantasy points. And I know Javante Williams is great, and everybody loves him, but the coach is going to do what the coach is going to do, and he's going to start Melvin Gordon. Absolutely. Uh, Melvin Gordon last year, 203 attempts, 918 yards and eight touchdowns. Um, The RB 17 last season in standard scoring, which was one ahead of Javante Williams, which is very interesting considering how high people are on Javante Williams. 
just a just a heads up though. I, I did hear that uh, Melvin Gordon, I think, hurt is resting his foot, so he wasn't practicing. Is there anything about that that we need to know about, or we need to be worried about, Trey? So from what I heard from the coach, um, they're saying that they're resting his foot. I mean, he is an older running back. Um, they just want to make sure that he's good to go, and they don't want to put too much pressure on him, you know, until the season starts. Um, so, I mean, that is something to monitor and kind of keep up with, but um, I'm sure Dr. T will tell you all about that later. Um, what I will say, though, is he's getting an upgrade at quarterback with my boy, Russell Wilson, okay? Um, last year he had 28 receptions for 213 yards. I promise you that's going up with Russell Wilson. I mean, they've, they've already been talking about lining him up at a, at the wide receiver position at practice during training camp. I mean, they're, they're, they're expecting to do good things, throwing to the running back and with Melvin Gordon, you know, getting just his 203 attempts from last year and gaining more receptions. I mean, dude, dude's a sleeper. He's going in the freaking eighth round and he's an RB one on his team. Like it blows me away. Mm-hmm. And he is ahead of Javante on the depth chart, if that tells you anything. Exactly. I mean, you think about this also. Russ is a, an older player. He's an older player. M- maybe, you know, they'll naturally connect better and have better chemistry, you know? I, I think that's a great sleeper pick. Now I'm going to keep this thing going, and I'm going to bust out my second sleeper pick, going with your boy over there in New Orleans. I'm talking about Jarvis Landry. Last year, 52 receptions, 570 yards, two touchdowns. You know, that's nothing great. And I believe that's one of the reasons that people are sleeping on him. But I tell you what, he is dominating the Saints OTAs. He's physical and they're saying he's professional. He he's just got a great attitude and he's 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 consistent. Fantasy-wise, he has consistently produced. He's never finished below a wide receiver three on any season that he's played 12 or more games in. Yeah, and you know, um, I think a lot of his decline last year had to do with having Baker Mayfield as a quarterback, having Odell Beckham problems. I mean, there were so many problems with that Browns team last year, and they just struggled. Now he has the opportunity. I mean, you know, we still don't really know exactly where Michael Thomas is, how good he's going to do. I mean, he hasn't played in several years. Mm-hmm. So, and then they got a rookie, Chris Olave. I mean, dude has the potential to be the wide receiver one on his team, if not the wide receiver two, guaranteed. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely, the way James yeah. Winston, when he, before he got hurt last year, the way he was throwing touchdowns, I mean, it's it's incredible to see where Jarvis Sanger could take off at. Yeah, with Chris Olave, a garden being there, he needs to adjust to the NFL and, you know, kind of figure things out. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Jarvis Landry finished as the wide receiver one. Completely yeah. believe that. Mm-hmm. My second sleeper, of the night is Elijah Moore. Now I know what you're thinking. Nobody wants a piece of the Jets offense, (laughs) but Elijah Moore last year, he finished with 43 receptions, 538 receiving yards and five touchdowns. And that was in 11 games. Um, You know, he has established himself in training camp as the number one uh, option, according to Zach Rosenblatt of the athletic, Um, you know, he's going in the sixth round, People are all over Garrett Wilson, who is apparently at a training camp, not looking like the one for the team. And if you remember Mm. what Elijah Moore did the last couple games of last year, I mean, he was going crazy. I had him on my fantasy team, and he was putting up over 20 points, like three or four weeks in a row. Yeah, between weeks 9 and 13 last year, he produced like a wide receiver one. Uh, he was averaging over 20 points a game, uh, one, and he's one of the biggest standouts in Jets training camp. So 
Uh, he had COVID last year. He got injured with a quad injury. So he didn't really get the chance to be himself. Also, you got to think, we got the MILF slayer, Zach Wilson, in his second year, who's gotten a little bit built, learned the offense a little better. He's no longer a rookie. I mean, even with him being a rookie and a new quarterback, Elijah Moore still had flashes of dominance last year. Right, and then you look at the draft. Everybody's saying the Jets won the draft. Well, if they did that, then they obviously upgraded their team somewhere, and that's got to benefit Elijah Moore and Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. And he, he's currently ranked as the wide receiver 32. Um, uh, I think you can get him for value and, and, you know, not super late, but you can get him for value in, in the mid rounds. No doubt. All right. And we are going to roll on to my third and final sleeper pick of the night. I'm talking about Paris Campbell. Paris Campbell is uh, turning heads at training camp. I tell you, man, it was hard to find stuff on Paris Campbell, which tells me one thing that people are definitely sleeping on this guy. If he's healthy week one, he's going to be a sneaky pick, bro. Uh, Matt Ryan's there now. They're, they're, they're figuring each other out. They're supposedly, they got great chemistry. So I'm really excited to see Paris Campbell as most likely the wide receiver two over there. Yeah, no doubt. And here's the thing, though, is he somebody has to catch passes besides Michael Pittman. <laughs> and, you know, in, in his three NFL seasons, Campbell suffered a broken foot, a fractured hand, and a knee injury. Okay, but all of those were fluke incidents. None of those were, like, injury-prone incidents. His ACL is fine. His PCL, everything like that is good. It was just fluke incidences. And so if he can play a full year and be in the wide receiver, too, behind, I don't care if he's behind Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan has produced great wide receivers. Look at Julio Jones. And Michael Pittman, you know, somebody else has got to catch the ball there. And <laughs> Paris Campbell's the man. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what uh, Paris Campbell, if he can stay healthy, is going to do. Uh, I'm definitely looking to grab him way down because nobody's even looking at this guy. Oh, yeah. You can get him at the, your very last pick because, mm-hmm. I mean, he's going undrafted in some places. Yep, yep, Absolutely. But Allen Robinson, the wide receiver, too, for the Rams, is going you know the top three rounds. It's like, why don't you take a risk on a wide receiver, too, on somebody else's team? Absolutely. Sorry, Allen. <laughs> All right, so my last sleeper of the night is Tyler Algier. All right, this dude is a rookie running back for the Atlanta Falcons. He's a well-built, highly productive zone scheme runner with impressive vision and a feel for the job. Atlanta loves zone scheme runners. He's right up their alley and what they're looking for. And, you know, who's he working behind besides Cordero Patterson, which I love Cordero Patterson, but dude is old. You can't lie. <laughs> I mean, what he did last year was incredible. And, you know, so many people are saying that he's not going to be able to reproduce what he did again. And that's when Tyler Algiers is going to slide in and take over the role and be the man. Yeah, the Falcons drafted him in the fifth round. Uh, I want you to think about this. In college, for in 21 starts, he had 452 carries, 2,899 yards, and 36 touchdowns. I like that a lot, man. They're saying he is best, possibly the best pure running back that was in the draft. Um, they're saying he's going to earn a lot of playing time. And like you said, he's behind Cordo Patterson, who is old and definitely due to decrease some of that production from last year. So um, one other thing that you got to look for, though, is he's his coach now is Arthur Smith. Now, who is Arthur Smith? 
the old offensive coordinator for the Titans. Who did the Titans have? King Henry, baby. Cha-ching. All I'm saying is, you know, he knows how to coach a pure running back because he has done it before. I love that, by the way, because, you know, um, first of all, he broke several records at BYU. Um, I mean, just I mean, all their records broke them as running back. He was the Independence Bowl MVP. Okay, but one special thing that makes me like the Henry comparison. Okay, this guy played linebacker for a couple years in college, so you mm. know he's a tough motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like you're playing linebacker and you're going to that's a Derrick Henry esque person. You know what I'm saying? And dude is going in the 11th round of your drafts. He's going undrafted in some places. I mean, it's an easy pickup in your last spot just to see, you know, if Cordero Patterson doesn't make it, which no one expects him to. And no one, I mean, he doesn't even have to. He did his thing and and blew away everybody. He's done his part. Mm -hmm. Um, And so Algier's going to come in and and scoop up that work. (laughs) Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And and then I'm thinking the Falcons are going to be a run heavy team next year, considering they got Mariota at quarterback. Exactly, exactly. All right, everybody. That was our sleepers of the night. Now we're going to our new segment, Busting Bandy's Balls, brought to you by Manscaped. Guys, listen up. Manscaped is now sponsoring the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast, and we are super excited about it. I want you to check this out. This is the Lawnmower 4.0. This is a bad mofo right here. This thing cuts. It does all kinds of things. Look, it's got an LED light on it. I mean, you get all them places that, you know, you couldn't get before. It's good stuff, man. I love it. And the ear and nose hair trimmer, I mean, the thing works like a charm. I'm telling you, the thing's beautiful. It doesn't pull. It doesn't tug. I mean, the thing does cuts like a charm. Absolutely, absolutely. And look at the sleek design. It's also got an awesome little uh, case that you can just bloop, sit it right on the counter there, man. And it's ready to go whenever you need it to. And it's it's charging it. It's doing all that good stuff. But real quick, I have to bring it up because I got all the stuff from Manscaped and, you know, I tried everything. And I got to tell you, the true goat of Manscaped, tell me it ain't them boxers, bro. The boxers, man. Oh, my <laughs> God. The boxer briefs. Yeah, with that patented jewel pouch. Man, I never had so much support in my life. <laughs> I'm going to have to wear them seven days in a row, frontwards, backwards, inside out, <laughs> flip-flopped. <laughs> Heck, yeah, guys. Check out Manscaped. Listen, you can use our promo code SUPERFLEX20 for 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. It's in the description. It's down below. It's everywhere that you need it to be, guys. All right, let's get into this. Busting Bandy's Balls. Hey, why are you busting Bandy's Balls? So how this segment's going to work is I'm going to list three players and Bandy's going to rank them from best to worst in the category. So starting off here first, I want you to list these players from most targets to least targets in 2021. All right, you ready? All right, bring it on. Darnell Mooney, Debo Samuel, Jamar Chase. Okay, we're, we're going targets here. Um... Let's see. So I'm going to go Jamar, Debo, and then Mooney. All right. Let's see if we busted his balls. So at the top, 
number one, Darnell Mooney with 140 targets. Oh. Number two, Jamar Chase with 128. And number three, Debo Samuel with 121. I mean, I guess that makes sense. You know, Debo was running the ball a lot. Yes, and that is targets. You know, it's not catches or completions or anything like that. So it's a little, you know, um, Mm. misleading. But still, Darnell Mooney got targeted 140 times. A lot of those were deemed uncatchable. Hopefully, Justin Fields gets a little better. And if those targets consist, Darnell Mooney could skyrocket. Yeah, absolutely. Especially in PPR formats with all them with all them catches, you know, all them targets. Exactly. What are you doing busting Bandy's balls? So moving on, next question we have. List these in best to worst in the most points for PPR tight ends. Most fantasy points scored. All right. Here are your players. Zach Ertz, Kyle Pitts, Darren Waller. Okay, most fantasy points um, last year. Correct. Okay, I'm going. Pitts, Ertz, and then uh, the other one. Waller. <laughs> Waller, and then and then Waller. All right. So surprisingly, at the top, most points in PPR for a tight end, Zach Ertz comes in at number five. <laughs> Oh, man. Followed by Kyle Pitts at number six and Darren Waller at number 17, which, you know, he missed a couple games, so that's understandable. But Zach Ertz, Uh, top five tied in. Think about it. hmm. What are you doing busting Bandy's balls? I, I'm I'm high on Ertz this year. I like I like me some Ertz. People are just worried when Hopkins come back, his uh, production is going to be low the second half of the season. Well, and here's the deal: that's that's top five in points, and that's being on the Eagles in a split tight end. Then jump into the Cardinals, not knowing the plays, and you know just throwing mm-hmm. himself out there and still being a top five. So there's no telling what he can do with time in practice. All right, on to the next one. We have. List these players by who scored the most touchdowns to the least amount of touchdowns. All right. All right. Damian Harris, Mike Evans, Stefan Diggs. Most touchdowns to least touchdowns. Correct. Hmm. Okay. So I'm going to go. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I'm going to go Mike Evans. And then Harris, and then, no, 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 Diggs, and then Harris. Mike Evans, Diggs, Harris. All right. So, surprisingly, at the top, Damian Harris with 15 touchdowns. What? Yes, sir. Number two, Mike Evans with 14. And at the bottom, Stefan Diggs with 10. We're talking about last year? Yes, sir. Damian Harris got f- how many? 15 touchdowns. Holy crap. What are you doing busting Bandy's balls? So that just goes to show you that a Patriots running back can do something. And I, I think most of those <laughs> were recorded towards the end of the year. But still, um, 
Damian Harris is not going anywhere near the top of your drafts. And if he's going to, you know, and like they say, touchdowns are the, are the least sticky stat. But mm-hmm. if he can produce anything like that, he's going to be good for fantasy. That is insane. I, actually, I think I just seen something that said the Patriots were thinking about trading Damian Harris. Yeah, because so, Ramondre Stevens is killing it. But we'll mm-hmm. have to see how it goes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's keep busting your balls, Bandy. Yeah. List these players from worst to best, technically. Most fumbles. So who had the most fumbles to the least amount of fumbles out of these players? Okay. We got Dak Prescott, Kyler Murray, and Russell Wilson. Hmm. Okay. This is last um, year, 2021 season. Okay. Say the say the names again. Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott, Kyler Murray. Okay, I think Dak probably fumbled the most. And then I'll go Russ. And then I'll go Kyler. All right. So, most fumbles, Dak Prescott with 14. You got that right. Yeah. Number two, Kyler Murray with 13. Mm. Now, 13 fumbles. 13 recovered all by himself. <laughs> now that's a good, you know what I mean? So it's like, is it really a fumble if he fumbles and gets it back? So, you know, you know, it's a little, it's a little sticky stat, but last is Russell Wilson with only six fumbles. Now hmm. he was hurt for a couple, you know, four or five games or so through there, but only six fumbles, baby. Russell Wilson. <laughs> What are you doing busting Bandy's balls? I mean, that makes sense, Russ. He likes to run around the pocket. You know, that ball's all over the place. You know, you know, I guess that makes sense that, you know, he would have problems with that. All right. So the last worst to least or best to least we're going to do here to bust Bandy's balls is who scored the most points in fantasy PPR. All right. And these are your options. Marquise Brown, Amon Ross St. Brown, or A.J. Brown. It's the Brown Town, baby. (laughs) Most to least fantasy points. Correct. PPR. Most to least. Okay. Last year, I'm going to go A.J. No, I'm going to go Marquise Brown, A.J. Brown, and the other Brown. Amon Ra. <laughs> and Amon Ra St. Brown. All right. So let's bring it back to Brown Town. And let's see <laughs> who's the best Brown in town. At the top, with the most points, PPR, Amon Ra St. Brown with 137.5 points. Oh in second gosh. place at the Brown... <laughs> Marquise Hollywood Brown with 135 points. The last and worst Brown in PPR points last year, AJ Brown with 117. I will say he averaged the most points per game at 9.1, but he still scored the least amount of points all year. Hmm. What are you doing busting Bandy's balls? Oh, it's rough over there in Browntown, brother. I got to let you know. (laughs) 
So, I mean, you know, these kind of things like this, guys, the reason why we do this is to let, let, let you see these numbers don't lie. Okay, numbers are, are a stat and their ma- math is it's just what it is. And when you got people, you know, all hyped up on A.J. Brown and then you realize Amon Ra outscored him by almost 20 points last year. Like, think about That's it. rough. I mean, A.J. was hurt. Uh, he was out a few games last year, but that's insane, bro. I mean, guess that explains why people are so high on Amon Ra St. Brown this year. Uh, real quick, Trey, I'm going to need you to hit it for me one time, please. Amon Ra, Amon Ra. <laughs> the annual uh, Amon Ra chant that uh, we get from, from Trey. I one love day it. we're going to summon it. a mummy off of it, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. All right, that has been Busting Bandy's Balls, brought to you by Manscaped. Use promo code SUPERFLEX20 to get 20% up and free shipping, baby. Hey, why you busting Bandy's Balls? All right, guys, that was our sleeper picks for today. Please, guys, don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to like. Don't forget to do all the things that we love for you to do all the time, guys. Now, listen, uh, we're doing big things over here. Manscaped is showing us love. Dr. T, our special guest, has been showing up when we need him to. Guys, we really appreciate y'all. That's it, baby. Get ready for draft season. It's coming up. If you haven't already started drafting, you're about to be. Stay tuned. You want to know more. If you have any questions, email us at fourthandflex at gmail.com and we'll answer all your draft questions or hit us up on Twitter, Instagram. It don't matter. We're here for you. Absolutely. Absolutely, guys. Hey, we're getting there. It's almost time, baby. Y'all need to be learning some stuff. Let's go. Peace. Do it again. I'll stab you in the neck with a soldering iron. No, that was, uh, what is that guy's name? Christian what? (laughs) Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. It's Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. I don't know. You go over there. That's good. You've been listening to the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. And here we go, here we go! If you love anything and everything pro football, then you've found your new home. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, questions and comments at 4thandflex at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram at 4thandflex and on Twitter at 4thandflexpod. See you next time on the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. 
Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.